This is a slept on layer one blockchain. We just found a layer one with insane catalysts and nobody is talking about it. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by BitGet. BitGet is the most user-friendly and secure crypto trading platform for both beginners and experienced traders. BitGet is the best place to not only trade Bitcoin and Ethereum, but also all the small cap gems that we discuss every day. With 24-7 customer support, leverage trading, and a wide array of other advanced features, BitGet sets itself apart from every other centralized exchange. Through Beanstalk's official partnership with BitGet, you'll receive 15% off all trading fees when you sign up using the referral link in the description. All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. This is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be discussing a layer one blockchain and altcoin with some insane catalysts that no one is talking about. This project gets me jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. This catalyst, honestly, nobody knows about it. Well, not many, at least, in our opinion. And when you do the deep dive, you're like, whoa, this is going to change everything. For sure. So you go on crypto Twitter, everyone's talking about Solana, Avalanche, Caspa, Injective, but no one's talking about Kava, right? Yeah. This is not a name that you hear a lot about. Now, if you're familiar with the show, Josh and I like to find altcoins and projects and blockchains before they start to trend. We're always ahead of the narrative. It's because we do the research and we say, look what's going to happen with this project in the next 12 months. We're not really concerned about the previous 12 months because we can't change that. What we want to do is find projects that are making big shifts, making some changes to how the project works that could potentially have bullish catalysts moving forward. And we want to talk about Kava today because it seems to fit that mold. Put January 1st on your calendars, and we'll tell you why in a minute. But first, this is a project that has over 100 active validators. They have 125 plus dApps. They have transaction fees near zero. They have... $625 $625 million in assets on chain, mm. like 245 mil t- uh, total value locked, yep. which is like up there with Solana. Right. They have all these things. Yeah, it's interesting. And nobody's talking about it right now. No one's talking about it at all. So Kava is, is part of the Cosmos kind of ecosystem, if you will, because it's, it's really focused on speed and interoperability. So when you deep dive into what what uh, Casp, or sorry what Kava is and what it actually does, as we will in this episode, you find some really interesting things. So they have the speed and interoperability of Cosmos, which is a $4 billion ecosystem with the developer power of Ethereum. Mm. So they have that secure Cosmos SDK. We've noticed that some of the best projects come from Cosmos. You know, um, Binance came from Cosmos. All the AI plays come from Cosmos. Mm. It's a very special ecosystem because of the Cosmos SDK and how easy it is to actually develop. Yeah, 100%. And so one of the reasons that maybe, you know, Kava is overlooked and not a lot of people are talking about it is because it was very inflationary. 
this is one of the reasons why we decided to do this episode now is because they're making a big change. So this is the Kava 15 upgrade. This is this is the big thing that could propel Kava, both in terms of price action, in terms of eyes on the project. This could really change everything about Kava, which is why we need to discuss it. This is set to become the first widely known proof-of-stake blockchain to have zero inflation. Mm. I don't think people understand just how big of a deal this is. Yeah. A lot of blockchains typically have an inflation that is, you know, 12%, 13%, whatever. And that's reward, reward validators. Um, this, the, you know, the people who are staking to get the rewards, et cetera, right? Currently, it's at 59%. It's a lot. As, but January 1st. That's right. Is when this kind of, uh, the 15 comes in. Right. This is when this upgrade is made goes to zero. So that means there's going to be no more inflationary pressure that has been keeping the project, you know, down, if you will. And that's that's a huge catalyst. It's huge. So at midnight on December 31st, Kava will re- will remove all Kava inflation mechanisms from the chain protocol. The circulating Kava supply is set to the max supply. So no new Kava coins are going to be created at all after that. They can only be destroyed or burned. Right, So this has a massive impact on price action in terms of how people are going to acquire and accumulate the token. And there's a lot of interesting things going on with the whole developer community and the dApps as well that really set Kava up for a very bullish 2024. Absolutely. So what I, what I learned about this is they increased the minimum inflation. This is during our proposal number 78. Mm-hmm. So very important because it's decentralized. It's, it's a DAO, right? So nobody's running the show here. This is the, the voters taking control of what they want to see. They want to see the minimum inflation go from 20 to 100%. Mm. Do you know, like, inflation 100% is insane. Yeah, for sure. So what they did is they wanted that in place for 13 months, right? Where they minted the full, they pretty much got all the emissions out. Then they had all this extra Kava. They're now using that for a developer grant. And right. it's something like, what, $750 million? Yeah. Huge. It's huge. And in terms of like the sustainability of the project, because, you know, inflationary projects, they're selling tokens. That's how the they're funding the project, all that kind of stuff. So you might ask, well, if they're not going to be inflationary, then how are they going to fund the project? So after December 31st, Kava itself will run on fees, native project emissions and temporary spending from the foundation. That's because they're basically they're aiming to produce a net surplus of Kava from fees and other on-chain activities that the Kava community can then burn or apply to future adoption, security, or decentralization. So they've kind of built out their roadmap for sustainability while moving into a non-inflationary project. So the future is bright. This is going to attract innovative developers across DeFi, GameFi, bringing all these people into the Kava network, where now they can really start developing and building because they have the $750 million um, available to these developers. That's like one of the biggest grants that I've seen available to any ecosystem and we all yeah when we all you know we do these truth about episode we do deep dives into projects we're always looking at the money behind the project and the developer grants and all the kind of that stuff so with the cava rise program this is the 750 million dollars as you said it's the amount of if the cava tokens um they're basically designing this to incentivize developers to come along and make you know all these hot narratives that we always talk about in crypto DeFi, gamefi nfts real world assets all this kind of stuff. Well, you're going to start to see spurred on by this Kava Rise program, developers come into Kava and build dApps that will then onboard retail and the masses into Kava. So a lot of good things coming here. That was one of the biggest knocks against Kava. You know, if you go on TikTok or YouTube and stuff, it was the inflation schedule. 
they fast forwarded it. They got these extra 200 million Kava tokens now available and they're funding the development. Mm. Absolutely huge. Yeah, for sure. So like if you look at some of the, so there's, if you look at the existing protocols on Kava, they've got, you know, there's a few uh, interesting like DeFi ones, Equilibre, Mar Finance, A Crypto. They've all kind of find their place. Uh, some of the bigger players like QuickSwap, Popsicle Finance, this is DeFi. But what I'm looking forward to with Kava is seeing them come out of DeFi. Like I want to see, DeFi is great for, you know, the hardcore crypto, head, or crypto heads. But what I want to see is, and what I think we're going to see, is Kava start to move into some of the trendier narratives. I want to start to see a hot game come out on Kava. I want to start to see a real world asset project come out on Kava. I want to start to see all these kind of things that the new wave of rip, of retail crypto traders want to see these trendier narratives. And I think with this developer grant, we could start to see that. So if you go to Kava.io uh, forward slash ecosystem, it's very interesting. They got Curve in there, mm. Binance, Injective, Cosmos, BitGet, and Coinbase. So what the interesting of Coinbase is Coinbase actually listed Kava early this year. Really important because this is a U.S. exchange, right? Mm-hmm. And there's all these speculations about what's a security, what's not, what's not a security. Yep. This platform is fully decentralized. But here's the interesting part about this listing. It allows for easy listing privileges to all additional Kava projects through this developer grant to get listed on Coinbase. Right. It's going to start bringing new liquidity to Kava through Coinbase, which is, again... Think of the associations of BlackRock, Fidelity, ARK, etc. Mm-hmm. From here on out, it's, I think it's absolutely huge because you're going to have Kava staking on Coinbase. Right. So a lot of good catalysts right there. Yeah. You know what I found interesting? That Tether chose Kava as the native issuer for USDT on Cosmos. Bro, that, honestly, that headline got totally overlooked this yeah. year. Um, that was done in July. Mm-hmm. The reason, so the Kava network, so this is what, um, what's his face? Paolo Ardino said, the yep. chief technical officer. He said, the Kava network is unique and while they follow blockchain with a robust track record, four years with zero security issues. Right. Think of all the freaking hacks we see all the time in this space. Yeah. It's ridiculous. For sure. I think, yeah. I mean, look, if you look at, they're, they're starting to get in bed and integrate and partner with all these top projects, whether it's Coinbase, Tether, into Cosmos, into the developer grant. There's so many things that, Again, like it just seems like they've done more in the past year or two than so many other layer one blockchains with higher market caps have done. But for some reason, no one is talking about it. I just, it's weird. You know, we've never talked about it before, but now that we've done all this research and, you know, you know, we're happy to have partnered with Kava officially for this episode. So thank you to them. But it's just one of these projects that why is no one talking about it? Yeah. Look, they Tether chose them to be the gateway for Cosmos into that ecosystem with the USDT. So now you have Kava acting as a, uh, a gateway for Cosmos, but you also have them listed on Coinbase and then the gateway for all the new projects that are going to get listed within Coinbase as well. So Kava sits right in the middle. They've just fixed the biggest improb- problem I think that ha- has ever existed and mm-hmm. that's the inflationary pressure. Put that to zero. Hey. So basically, if you look at Kava in a nutshell, you're seeing an older school project that was founded in 2018 that was basically DeFi only. And as I've said it earlier in the episode, I think what we're now going to see, combined with the bullish catalyst of moving from inflationary to non-inflationary, and this Kava rise, which is going to incentivize developers to come in and start to build projects all across different narratives. I feel like when you're a DeFi-focused blockchain, layer one, there's so, there were so many layer ones that were just DeFi-focused in the last bull run. That's why I think personally Kava got overlooked. But now... 
They've differentiated themselves by being the only proof of stake that's non-inflationary. That's huge. And with this huge community grant of hundreds of millions of dollars, you're going to start to see Kava to get out into all these different narratives and all these different dApps are going to be built on Kava. They already got a very respectable amount of TVL. They have a fast transaction per second stacking up with some of the fastest blockchains. So many things are coinciding for me that says Kava is now going to be, what do they rank right now? Like in like 75, yeah. in the top 100. Yeah. They're in this jumble of a lot of layer one blockchains that are around that market cap, around a billion, right? I think you're going to see they have the opportunity to differentiate themselves and really make waves in 2024. I'm keeping a very close eye on this uh, date of January 1st. I'm really interested to see what happens moving forward here. Um, Ticking a lot of boxes. Mm -hmm. To me, that was always the one thing about Cavo is the inflationary pressure. For sure. They've gotten rid of that. Kudos to the community because it is decentralized and the DAO for allowing this to happen. It's absolutely massive. For sure. Look, if there's anything we missed about Kava or if you have any questions about Kava, let us know in the comments. As I said before, thank you, Kava, to partnering with us on this episode. Make sure you guys tune into the next episode. That one is going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the BeamPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeamPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.